I'm your host, Rufi Castro, and welcome to the Epicenter Fresno podcast. Praise the Lord and welcome back, my friends. The message, My Faith Produces Action, was originally preached on April 16th, 2023. As always, if you haven't listened to the message, I encourage you to do so. You can go to our website at www.epicenterfresno.com. There you will find the links to all of our social media in order for you to listen to the entire message. And that will help you understand where we're coming from in this podcast. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. We came out of two different passages of Scripture, 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7, and then James chapter uh, 4. And we were talking about, as the title states, My Faith Produces Action, what the Lord did on this day using two different passages of Scripture. He actually helped us understand what faith is and what happens when you have faith. You see, faith is one of those words that's very hard to describe, especially if you're trying to describe it to uh, an unbeliever. And even with believers, if you ask a a brother or sister, you know, what is faith? Uh, For some reason, they they start quoting uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 11. You know, uh, faith is uh, the substance of of things uh, hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, and that's great. I'm great we're quoting scripture, but you know, when you ask the brother or sister after they quote that verse, okay, that that's nice, but what exactly does that mean? Because I'm more confused now than it was when I was asking you for the definition of faith. So even for for believers, faith is uh, it, it's a hard word to explain. But what I love about the Word of God is if you allow the Word of God to interpret itself, you get a very good idea fairly quickly of exactly what faith is. So in 2 Kings chapter 4, you have this lady um, who's having a conversation with the prophet Elisha. Uh, this lady is a widow. Uh, she has two sons. And uh, obviously being a widow, her husband passed away. And being ancient Israel, uh, the the man was the the breadwinner. So we don't know how long her husband has been deceased. Uh, we just know that they are in debt. And in fact, they are in debt to the point where the creditors are coming to enslave her two sons. So if we pause right there, if they're going to enslave her two sons, those sons are going to be working off that debt, which means they're old enough to work. Number two, if they enslave her two sons, she's left with nothing. All right. Remember, this is ancient Israel. Uh, there's no uh, widow's fund. Uh, there's no, uh, you know, uh, Medi-Cal. Uh, there's no food stamps. You know, there's nothing like that. So this lady is literally going to be out on the street begging uh, for food. So she's having this conversation with the prophet Elijah because her husband uh, was a prophet as well. He was a man of God. And he's explaining to Elisha her situation. Now, Elijah does something uh, very peculiar. He tells her, go get uh, pots. Go get a lot of pots from her neighbors. Get as much as she can. Now, I want to pause right here because uh, 
In order for us to have faith, we have to be obedient to the word of God. We cannot be disobedient and think we have faith. It doesn't work that way. Obedience to the word of God goes hand in hand with faith. I have to believe that God is going to do a great thing. That's faith. And because I believe that God is going to do a great thing, I'm going to move forward in what he's asking me to do. Right? We walk by faith, not by sight. So the request that Elisha has for her, it's it's very weird for a person that's reading it for the first time. It, it's kind of weird. It's like, okay, she's in debt. And he tells her, you know, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to be pouring the oil and you're going to fill up the pots and you're going to sell the oil and you are going to pay the debts off. And with what's left over, you are going to live off of that. In order for this to take place, something supernatural has to happen. Now, understand this. The woman is not going to cause the supernatural to happen. The woman just has to have enough faith to believe and actually go get the pots that the prophet Elisha is asking her to get. That is very difficult for us. And I'm speaking to believers uh, for unbelievers, it's worse for you guys. But for believers, it is very, very difficult for us because for whatever reason, we are quick to call someone out when they don't have faith. Oh, brother, you should trust in God. Sister, you should trust in God. But notice how we never tell ourselves that when we're going through a situation. I don't look at myself in the mirror and say, oh, come on, Ruth, you need to trust God. What's wrong with you? Are you in sin? Or, you know, all the nuttiness that, that we tell people, uh, we never say that to ourselves. So here's the thing. When you're looking at the story of this lady, the miracle has already been set in motion. All she has to do is follow through and go get the pots. It's not that hard. She doesn't have to say some supernatural prayer. Um, God is not looking at if she's a godly woman, if she's a righteous woman, if she's a Proverbs 31 woman. God isn't looking at that. God is just saying through the prophet Elisha, I'm going to take care of the situation. Just go get the pots. Sometimes for us, we are so hard-headed that we will start questioning God. He's saying, go get the pots. Just go get pots. And I got it covered. And we, we won't. We have a hard time, right? So here's the thing. When we look at James chapter 4, James, uh, he speaks very, I don't want to say harsh. I'm just going to say it, right? He says it like it is. And that's what I love about James. I love that because he says it like it is. If you're insane, he's going to call you out. If you're doing a good job, he's going to shout it from the mountaintops. If you need to repent, he's going to remind you in front of the congregation that you need to repent. He's no nonsense. And I love it because what's happening is that in uh, in the letter to the churches, James is addressing the brothers and sisters that claim to have faith, but there's no action. I'm going to say it again, claiming to have faith, but have no action. It's like the woman, right? She went She went to the prophet Elisha and she told the prophet her problem. 
the prophet gave her the solution. And now just imagine if that woman said, well, I can't believe what the prophet is saying. There's no action, but she's claiming she has faith in God, right? So many times as children of God, we claim we have faith. But what James says is this. He says, faith without works is dead. Faith is an action word. Our faith has to produce some sort of action. Why do we do the things that we do as children of God? Because we have faith. Watch this example. Why do you pray for a loved one when they say, oh, I'm sick, I don't feel good, my stomach hurts because I ate too much, or whatever the situation may be? Why do you pray for them over the phone? Well, the reason you pray for them over the phone is because you have faith in God and you have faith that they can receive their healing. Now, let me show you someone who who claims to have faith but really doesn't. It is a believer when you tell them that there's an issue and there's a problem and they say something like this, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we'll be praying for you. And on Sunday when I go to church, uh, you know, I'll during the praise reports and prayer requests, you know, we'll, 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 we'll say your name so that the pastor can pray. That's not faith. That's not having faith. You know, as much as people say, I have faith, that's not because your faith will produce action. Whatever it is that you believe, that's going to be what you actually do. So if a child of God truly believes in God, he's going to do the things that God is calling him or her to do. Therefore, if I call somebody and I'm asking for prayer because I ate too much and my stomach is hurting because that individual believes in God, they're going to say, let me pray for you right now. They're not going to say, let me wait till Sunday. What if it's barely Monday? You're going to make me wait for, what, six days in order for you to get the prayer request to the church so the church can pray for me? I thought you were a Christian. I thought you had faith. Does your does your prayer not have any power? See, so that's the thing, right? When we have faith, it's going to produce action. It's going to take us to the throne of God. That's why James says, faith without works is dead. You show me your faith. You claim you have faith, right? You, 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 and you know, you don't have any works. I will show you my faith through my works. So what James is saying, it's not the works that produces the faith. It's the faith that produces the works because the works could also be taken as fruit. So it is my faith in God that produces the fruit. So this is what's so beautiful about this story. All this lady had to do was go get a bunch of pots. That's it. She had to just trust in God enough to go get pots again. And I want to reiterate this uh, on, on this particular episode. God was not looking at her righteousness. God was not looking if she knew how to pray. God wasn't looking if she went to church. God wasn't looking at any of that. God delivered a word and said, go get the pots. And what happened? She had enough faith to actually obey See, and that's a hard word for brothers and sisters in 2023, obedience. The Bible says, I don't require sacrifice. What I desire is obedience. Because in my mind, I want to question God. How are you going to do it, God? When are you going to do it, God? Who are you going to use, God? How come you're using that person? How come you're doing that, God? And God's like shaking his head saying, didn't didn't you come to me with a need? Didn't you... Pray that you're in trouble and I'm telling you, go get pots and you're questioning me. Why pots? 
and you're questioning me, well, who, who, you know, how are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? It's like, no, 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 calm down, dust, <laughs> right? Calm down, calm down, dust, because that's who we are. We're dust, calm down, right? So this woman, the Bible says she goes and she gets pots. She goes to get all the pots and she starts pouring, pouring the oil and pouring the oil and pouring the oil and pouring. And she's doing all of this behind closed doors. This is so important. This is so important because when you pray to the Lord, when you worship the Lord in private, obviously you can worship him in public. That's not a problem. But when you pray to the Lord in in, in private, this is what Jesus says. Pray to the Lord in private. Consecrate your life to the Lord in private. And the Lord will answer you in public. So she closes the door and it's her her and her two boys. That's it. She's pouring the oil. Come on, Junior, next pot. And she's pouring the oil. Come on, Junior, next next pot. And she's pouring the oil. And then the little one, give me the pot. And, and going, going, going until she asks for more pots. And they tell her there's no more pots. And at that point, the Bible says that the oil stopped. So God blessed her as she's doing the works of faith in private. God blesses her in public. What does that mean? Because she was able to sell that oil, pay her debt, and be able to live a comfortable life with the rest. It was a testimony. So listen, my brothers and sisters, I encourage you, let's not talk about faith. Let's actually just do it, right? Let's just do it because we talk so much about faith, but there's no action, there's really, because if we really believed in the word of the Lord and we really believe that we are more than conquerors, we would be just sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with everyone that we meet. And, and I want to encourage somebody today, if you are realizing, I don't really have the faith that I think I have. If you're realizing that, then I want to encourage you, seek ye the Lord. God hasn't thrown you away. God loves you. You are special in the eyes of the Lord. What has to happen is that you just need to align yourself to his word. That's it. You're already going in the right direction. You're already a child of God. You just need to align yourself into his word. And when you start seeing that you're doing the things, you yourself are going to notice you're doing the things of the Lord. What that is, is that's faith in action. You truly believe, you are convicted, you are persuaded, and because of that, your actions line up with the Word of God. And when your actions line up with the Word of God, get ready because prayers are going to be answered, blessings are going to come your way, and those that you share the gospel with, the Bible says His Word does not return to Him void. Those that you share the gospel with will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ because your faith produces action. Don't forget to check out our website at epicenterfresno.com where you will find links to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram.